My name is Phil Lightstone. I'm a general aviation pilot with over 2,100 hours in my logbook, flying almost every week with over 30 years experience in the technology and aviation industries. We're here at uh, Sun and Fun 2023. I'd like to welcome into the Plane Talk cockpit, very special guest, Noga Hawk, Vice President, Business Development, uh, with a little organization called Concord, probably keeping your airplane flying as we uh, and starting uh, as we speak. Welcome, Noga. Thank you, Phil. How are you today? Oh, super. I understand that you've been with Concord 13 years now. That's correct, yes. You started when you were like 12? <laughs> no, no, not quite. Um, but I have really enjoyed my time there and uh, learned so much along the way. Uh, it's a great organization, and, and I think I'll be there for at least 13 more years, hopefully, to come. Well, I can attest uh, to the folks, uh, the Commander 114 that, that we fly is uh, equipped with a Concorde battery, certainly since uh, its birth. Uh, back in 1998. I did some math because I was kind of curious. Uh, we're the third set of owners. Okay. And probably a, a testament to Concord and to um, how we fly the airplane. But on uh, our watch, my, my partner uh, Steve and I, we've gotten uh, about seven years out of our Concord batteries before we've had to change them out, swap them out. Fantastic, and that is exactly that. It's one of the biggest questions we get at the air shows is what's the average life of my battery? Uh, and it really does vary from operator to operator, but there are definitely some tricks to that. So I'm sure it is a testament to how you fly and how you take care of that battery. But as long as you keep flying and keep it fully charged, you know, Concorde batteries have long life. And it's one of the things we really work to do while we're here at the shows and with our activity at IA Renewals and hopefully with if you call in, if you have any questions, um, but we want to elongate that life of your Concorde battery and want you to get the value out of your product. So I'm glad to hear that. And that is, um, I would say, a little above average life, but uh, it does show that you guys are flying often and probably flying longer flights too. Are those usually over an hour? Absolutely. And, you know, a while back we decided to move uh, the commander into a heated hangar. Huh. And, of course, being in Canada, you know, it gets cold starting in November and it doesn't start to get warmer till April. And I really think that the, uh, you know, keeping the battery warm, you know, really helps uh, with the chemistry. You know, the temperature uh, consequence on a battery is an interesting one because the battery really does like cold weather when it's fully charged. So if it's in storage, the battery really wants to be fully charged and in cold weather because it will, um, it will self-discharge at a lower rate in cold weather. Now in warm weather, it self-discharges at a higher rate. So that just means that we need to be charging it more often, which is why we also see shorter life at times in locations like Arizona or Florida uh, where they're seeing extreme heat, that's where we would like to see colder temperatures or just frequently charging of that battery to maintain its full state of charge. And you can either do that through a battery minder. Correct. Or, even better, just uh, fly your airplane every week. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and try to fly over an hour if you're not flying and about an hour or more, then we do recommend some type of supplemental charge 
charge uh, just to maintain that full charge. Sure. So I know it must have been a tough pandemic, certainly for a lot of uh, manufacturers in the uh, aviation industry. What's been the... Um you know, the outcome with battery availability. Absolutely. So we did have a tough pandemic. Of course, everyone saw the consequences and and it was a few difficult years. We were very fortunate in that we did never had we never did have to shut down our facility. Uh, so we continue to manufacture plates. We can manufacture plates and we can build unformed batteries. It's as soon as those batteries are formed that that shelf life period begins. So we were building to an unformed stock of batteries because we did anticipate demand to return. What we did not anticipate is demand to spike and skyrocket in the way it has. So we do have batteries. We're manufacturing more batteries than we ever have before. I know it's a real concern for our operators out there about battery availability. So we're getting batteries into the field, but they may not always be with the distributor that someone is checking with. So we really encourage you check our website. Under each individual part number, we let you know where batteries are available. And another option is to go ahead and give us a call. If you can't find a battery, give us a call. We'll let you know where we have recently been able to get batteries to. We'll check with those distributors, see if they still have those on their shelf. If not, we'll go ahead and check and see who has orders upcoming. But we have a really great distribution network and they have learned throughout the challenges presented post-COVID that those scheduled orders really help them prevent gaps in inventory. And then we can keep batteries on the shelf with the people that our end users like to shop with. Really super cool. Uh, What's uh, new and exciting at, uh, at Concord? It's a question we get a lot. Um, We are always looking for new applications. So uh, we really do pride ourselves on being a drop-in replacement. So when we do make STCs, we either develop new batteries so that there's no kit involved, or we may have a a commercial off-the-shelf solution to go ahead and put in those airplanes. But we're always looking for new applications to STC. We did just release a air tractor STC, which is really great. It's a turbine battery in that application. So for those PT6 engines, it's really wonderful to finally have a turbine battery solution. It's built with a little bit more robust internal connections. Um, It's more um, vibration resistant so that it's really a good battery for a long life in those applications. We know air tractor operators are often replacing batteries season after season, and that's a burden. So uh, they're hard to get to. They're on the firewall. There's always cleaning of those batteries boxes. So we've always had people interested in a Concord battery solution for the air tractor and now we have that available. Wonderful. I, I, I suppose most listeners are curious about uh, lithium. Absolutely. So Concord has been in development of lithium for a number of years. Um, it's something that we want to enter the market with an abundance of caution about. So with that development, we are excited that we believe we'll have them commercially available in about three years. Uh, with Concord, our history has always been to enter the market with the military. And 
we've lost some of that ability currently because uh, some funding for some military programs has uh, disappeared. So instead of entering the market with the military, we've decided to go ahead and continue to develop our commercially available product with a very robust BMS that we are testing every day, day in, day out. And um, we hope to have that product line available in about three years. So I'm kind of curious as you talked about a, a battery management system and really part of the FAA's requirements for li- lithium. Any plans on the horizon to take that smarts and apply it to the lead-acid technologies? That's a really great, great question. Um, it's been something that has been, you know, consumers have really wanted for a long time. Um, one of the differences in a lead-acid versus a lithium chemistry is that with a lithium chemistry, you can apply a small load and understand the state of health of a battery. Unfortunately, you don't have that same ability with a lead-acid chemistry. So um, you really have to go ahead and do that full capacity test, putting that full load on the battery to determine state of health. So unfortunately, not yet. Um, But one of the beauties of that with lead acid is that you don't have to enunciate to the cockpit the temperature of the battery, monitoring of the individual cells, and also that state of charge and state of health. And obviously, anytime you make something smarter, the cost goes up 50%. Very true. Yes, yes, that is a We don't want that. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, we'll continue to manufacture lead acid. Uh, we know how we have a very loyal audience, and, and we're happy to work with them. And uh, we have no plans of discontinuing lead acid when lithium is released. Thank goodness. Absolutely. Uh, so excuse the pun, what's on the horizon at Concord? Absolutely. So again, we continue to always look at new applications. We have some irons in the fire, both with STCs and new production airframes that will be incorporating Concord. So we're very excited about those opportunities and just continuing to support. We're also always looking at how we can build a longer lasting battery. So we're always in development. We have a great research and development team and and they're always in the background mixing up new formulas. So is it fair to say uh, Skunk Works in the back office uh, looking at electrification of aircraft? Yes, yes. We actually do uh, have some irons in the fire and we're we're looking at uh, opportunities there and we've been approached by a few different uh, companies that are are working on that to work with them and hopefully hopefully we'll be part of that development. Very cool. Well, Noga, thank you so much for being part of the Plane Talk cockpit. Any uh, final words for the audience? Oh, no, just uh, blue skies always. And thank you all so much for your time. And thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to this episode of Plain Talk. If you have any ideas for a future Plain Talk episode, please go to the Contact Us page at plaintalk.ca and send in your idea. Don't forget to like us at plaintalk.ca, our Facebook and LinkedIn pages, and this podcast. And never stop living the dream. <laughs>